Hello, everyone. Welcome to this episode of the Manxiety Podcast. We're your hosts, Ashad and Matt. Before we get started, if you're enjoying the show, please subscribe so you can get notified of new episodes. If you want to share this with your friends, you can find us on all podcasting platforms, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify. This week, we're going to be talking about getting loose. Uh, you know, on Therapy Thursday, Matt came up with a new song for us. Uh, and we're just going to, you know, give that song a little bit of a continuation. Blame it on the goose. Got you feeling loose. That was it. Thank you, everyone. <laughs> that was my big long uh, continuation of Matt's song from Thursday. <laughs> you, you remixed it back to the original and cut it about... 16 bars too short yep yep exactly <laughs> anyway what, you, what we want to talk about this week sort of goes um goes off of what we talked about last week right uh, about uh going out with our friends like doing all that good stuff and mainly it's about like sort of letting loose right Pe- people people always say you know it's good to sometimes let loose don't be so uptight all the time. Like, you know, don't don't worry all the time. You know, sometimes you just gotta let go. So, yeah, I want to dedicate this episode to talking about that and how it can help with anxiety, right? Well, obviously, it can help with anxiety because you're not thinking about all all the stuff and you're just letting loose. But recently, uh, you know, Andrea was was in Vegas and I had some guys over. And we were... Oh, you um, had some guys over when your wife was out of town? Yeah, I had all my cousins over. <laughs> and we were talking about... Uh, and when she came back, we were just talking and uh, sort of about anxiety and stuff. And she was like, you know, I, like, I feel no anxiety. And I'm like, yeah, like I, I haven't felt any anxiety all weekend either. I think it was because both of us were like... You know, once she got there, she was kind of feeling anxious because of being in vegas you know surrounded by all these people no real mass mandates but i told her i was like look like you're already there you might as well have a good time like just forget about <laughs> as bad as it sounds forget about corona for a weekend right you're vaccinated you'll be fine go and have fun and then you know we'll worry about it when you get back like whatever if you get sick you get sick it's we'll figure it out but just like have a good time and that was sort of our mentality too with with the guys was you know we were at my place like hanging out and stuff went to a bar and it was like you know should we put a mask on like the mask mandates had started at that point or were we like like screw it let's just like have a good time so we were drinking having a good time you know uh same thing we we all just let loose um and i none of us felt any kind of you know anxiety or anything along those lines it was all Everyone felt really good. Everyone was having a great time, right? Um, and it's it's good for your mental health to like sometimes just let all of that go. And I know how hard it can be. And obviously, alcohol probably played a role in <laughs> both mine and Andrea's letting loose. Uh, because both of us were obviously drinking. But just in general, you know, if, if you can just let loose sometimes and just know stop thinking about work stop thinking about all the worries of life uh, and just like go and enjoy um you give your mind a break which which i think it desperately needs these days yeah 
for sure. I mean, I kind of turned off the news a long time ago just because, hey, I'm vaccinated and I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing, keep being safe. But then, you know, you get hit with wear a mask, don't wear a mask. This is changing. Lockdowns this, Delta this, all this crap. And you start to kind of get back into that cycle, you know, and um, it's easy to get stuck there. But overall, it's it's something where you you really do need those breaks and you really do uh, not just need it, but you also deserve it. You know, you deserve to have a break. A lot of us work really hard, um, especially shit. If you look at, uh, you know, who can afford to buy a house if you're if you're on. I think it's like a there's some statistic where if you make minimum wage, you can't afford to live in any city in the U.S. And I think it was like renting a two-bedroom place but i guess you could probably maybe afford like a what's a single bedroom called like a studio but <laughs> that, that's a single bedroom isn't a studio those are two different things oh okay well then you could afford maybe a, a single bedroom yeah <laughs> or, or maybe a studio or, or whatever right because it, it specifically used like two bedrooms i was looking at their data but it's kind of crazy right you know you work all the time and it's like you want to enjoy the time that you have and to be present and yeah, you know, a shot nailed it. He said that it can be really hard. But think about the last time you were truly having fun. You were smiling. You were laughing with a friend, family member. Hell, your dog or cat, right? You can have fun with them too or your pet hamster. doesn't matter. The last time you were really present and enjoying the moment and just kind of like let yourself be a little kid, you know? like Yeah, uh, work hard, play hard. Yeah. You, I don't know, like if you're listening at home and not um, at work or in the car, you know, lay on the floor, like be a kid, you know, maybe you have carpet. If you have hardware, it might suck. I don't know. Maybe it helps your back. Who knows? Um, you know, like look at the world from a different perspective. Just mess around, you know, go look up um, your favorite, you know, comedian and just listen to some jokes. Even if you know the punchline, it's still funny. And yeah, I don't know. It's a, um, do something spontaneous. Uh, I don't know. Like, like you said, it's, I guess I was when I said let loose. I was thinking more along the lines of sort of what I did, but I I also now that I think about it, try to let loose all the time, right? Like there are plenty of times that I'll go to like a restaurant or something or a new boba place, and instead of like choosing a drink, I'm like, hey, what do you guys recommend? And give me whatever you recommend. Same thing with the bar. You know, if I go to like a nice bar where like the bartender looks like he knows what he's doing a lot of times i'll just go up to him and i'll say hey can you make me something just you know i i like pass on the control to them right and that's i mean that's letting loose too it's like letting go of control and it can be very exhilarating and i know it can be kind of like scary right because you're like well what if i don't like the drink i got what if uh, it's too strong. What if it's a flavor I don't like? Whatever the case is, but I can tell you this: maybe nine out of ten times that I've done that at a bar, they've made me a drink I've liked. Especially if it's a good bartender, because they're gonna ask you, right? They're gonna ask you, hey, what you know what kind of alcohol do you like? What are the typical flavors you enjoy? And then based off your preferences, they make you something. And one. You make yourself feel better because you're like, you know, again, letting go of that control. But two, you're also making this bartender feel good about themselves because you're saying, hey, I trust your bartending skills so much that I'm giving you authority over making my drink, right? I'm, I'm letting you make all the choices, basically. 
that's perfect. I love that so much because with anxiety, oftentimes you're craving that control, right? You want to know exactly how much alcohol is in the drink and exactly how you're going to feel and exactly how many drinks before you need to get cut off and all these different things, right? And if you can take that little itty bitty step to just say in like, hey, bartender, you know, I like whiskey. Pour, make me a whiskey drink, right? And uh, and a whatever drink and a whatever drink, whatever that song is. Um, I'll send What's it on? to you later. It's like a song yeah. where it's like, and a whiskey drink and a something dink and a, I don't know. One of my Never roommates is singing it. Um, <laughs> it's it's like a, a small line in a in a song. If you just Google like, and a whiskey drink and a bourbon drink, I'm sure that that's, you'll see the song. But anyways, uh, yeah, you know, just try those little things. Or, hey, you know, if you have like social anxiety, right? Next time you're going through the drive through at Chick-fil-A, ask them, you know, when they say, you know, how's how you, hi, how's your day? Instead of just saying, good, say, good, how's your day? Or isn't the weather nice tonight? Or uh, usually what I end up saying to them is I'm like, it's way too hot for you to be standing out here. Like, are you okay? <laughs> right? Which is genuine concern because sometimes it's like 100 plus degrees and they're standing there in their full uniform taking my order. And I was like, I'm sorry. Like, I have AC. Let me roll down the window a little bit and blow some in your face. Like, <laughs> you know, please. <laughs> blow some in your face. That's, uh, I know we're an R-rated podcast, Matt, but come on, man. Got to keep a G. I always keep a G, baby. What's up? <laughs> What's up? What's up? No, no, uh, I, I I agree. That, that's that's definitely good advice. Just that, but that I, I don't see that as like let and loose. That's just good advice in general because, like, they're they're people too, right? Like, you should care about other people. Are um, you saying that I'm such a control freak that my idea of letting loose is just something that I see as good advice? Is that the rabbit hole? We're about to go to... Oh, sorry, I was getting a little bit loud there. I was too into the mic. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's true. And letting loose, it's tough because it, it means something different for everybody. Yeah, no, but I think that's definitely a good first step, right? Like like you said, if, if every time you go to Chick-fil-A, you always do... You always say the same 15 words to get your chicken sandwich and waffle fries uh, and get out of there. Maybe letting loose is saying 10 extra words and asking them how their days go in, what do they recommend, or whatever it is. Right. I mean, in this case, you're right. It's more of like giving up a little bit of control, not necessarily letting loose. Letting loose is the way that we're looking at it. It's more like letting yourself totally relax, be yourself, be present in the moment, right? Yeah, I think in that Um, case, letting loose would be, you go to Chick-fil-A, they're like, what do you want? You're like, whatever you want to give me. But then it becomes awkward. But then it becomes awkward because they're like, what do you mean? You're at a freaking restaurant. Choose something to eat. I just found out last week or the weekend that um, you can order 30 nuggets at Chick-fil-A. You can also order 50, apparently. There was a video earlier today where some basketball player ordered 50 nuggets from Chick-fil-A. Yeah, I don't know if he just said 50, but you can order a personal size thing of 30, which is insane. So maybe they do 50 as well. It sounds like a catering order to me, but I guess to be fair, their nuggets are a little smaller. Uh, yeah, if you really want to let loose, order the 50 pack. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we don't condone that. We're not telling you to go and get the big gulp from 7-Eleven uh, for your sodas. Stick with the small ones or just don't get soda at all. No, but it, I think it's more of in general, right? Letting loose about... 
I don't know. What 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 else is a good example? Like, <clears throat> I I have a question for you then. So, yeah. obviously, you know, you've been working from home pre-pandemic, right? You work a lot. You know, you're very hardworking. How do you disconnect and let loose when you're done for the day? Do you do you think about work or do you just like shut the laptop for the day and you're like, woo, let's go party? Like, how do you how do you manage that mentally? Yeah, back then. So before. I used to definitely be working 24-7, right? I sent her emails even after whatever, 5 o'clock, 4 o'clock, whatever time I officially got off. Um, I used to think about work-related stuff, you know, even when I wasn't working on weekends. Uh, I used to work on weekends too, right? If I got an email, I, I used to just go on and do it. Now though, like over the last maybe couple of years, it's definitely more along the lines of, if I turn off, you know, once I sign off, I am pretty much done for like working. So I, I don't think about it. I don't check my emails. Um, I, I mentioned this before. If I ever take a day off, I always turn off my email notifications. So I don't even see them. I, I don't even want to see the badge, right? Like the badge icon. Uh, but yeah, that's, I mean, recently that's what I do. That's, that's my way of disconnecting is I just, I don't think about work at all. If there's something urgent, people will usually call me. And I've, I've told people this multiple times that I don't usually, I try not to check my emails and stuff after work and on weekends. So I'm like, if there's something urgent, give me a call, leave me a voicemail. Like I will call you back once I hear it or I'll pick up, right? Like I pick up my phone regardless on the weekends. Um, but yeah, that's, that's usually how I try to manage that. So what changed? Uh, that's a good question. I mean, I think I just realized that I was working too much and I wasn't able to enjoy other things, right? Like I was thinking about work too much when I didn't need to. Were you starting to get burnt out just by working those kind of crazy hours and always thinking about it? And did that kind of lead you to like realize maybe you needed to take a step back and kind of let loose? Probably. I mean, uh, I, I don't know now, right? I've been doing this for a while at this point, so I, I don't know what prompted it uh, when I started doing it, but I, I I was definitely getting burned out at one point, so I, I know that that was part of it. Um, I was also feeling anxious a lot um, back then, so uh, maybe it was part of the anxiety was because I was always thinking about work and couldn't really shut it off. But yeah, I don't know. There isn't one single thing that I think I can point to. Um, I think okay. I think another piece of it is also, and I hope this doesn't sound bad, but other people who weren't doing that were maintaining their work status just as well as I was while I was doing it. So I was working harder, but not gaining any extra benefit. I mean, to an extent, right? Obviously, like I was able to grow at work and like I was able to get ahead, but I don't think any of that had to do with me checking emails after work or like working after hours. I think it had to do more with me while I was at work and like the effort I put in while I was there. So I think it was just that, like I would see other people who would like don't care about anything once they're off. Uh, and they, they were doing completely fine and moving ahead too. So got to a point where I was like, I don't need to, 
you know, kill myself to for a job. And so I stopped. Very much a case of uh, diminishing returns in that regard. Yeah. Right. If you work half an hour, an hour over every day, maybe you get an extra email done. Maybe your client's happy. Maybe your boss is happy, whatever. Right. If you're working six or seven hours over a day, it can actually be detrimental not only to your to your physical health and mental health, but also just the fact that if you went to your boss, you're like, hey, boss, I worked 60 hours this week. And you're like, well, that's cool. But you got the same amount of work done as this other person who's doing 40. Like, are you just not? Are you screwing around at work? <laughs> you know, like, why did you need that extra um, extra time? And I've been in situations before. It's kind of a red flag when you're looking for a job where somebody had told me, hey, just letting you know, uh, most of the like junior analysts at this company put in 50 to 60 hours a week. And my response was, well, I don't mind doing that. I'm young. I have lots of energy, right? That was a stupid thing to say back then. But I just asked the question of, well, is it because there's too much work or because they're trying to get ahead? And I did not like the guy's response because it was like, well, you know, there's always going to be work. But, you know, really like they it was kind of a, it really was a mix of both in that regard, because it's like, well, in six months, they're either going to fire you or they're going to make you a senior analyst. I mean, so, would that be the case either way, though? Like, either way he answered? Obviously, well, they're doing more work to get ahead, right? Like, so there is more work to do, but they're doing it to get ahead. That's why they're working extra hours. Right, but it also made it sound like it's not like, oh, you work 50 hours this week, you can work 30 next week. It was just like every week you're going to be putting in overtime because the only way to get ahead and to really, like, prove yourself to the bosses is to make sure that you're doing all that overtime. And then, of course, if there's a, a six person team and four of them are working overtime and they're getting ahead, right? Like they're looking really good. Now either you have to do it too, or you um, maybe you're not going to get hired on full time or something, which is kind of the opposite of what you saw, right? You're like, I'm putting in all this extra work. The guy who just checks out at 5 PM and goes home, he also got promoted. I got promoted. So like if you're getting a benefit, certainly, you know, put in that extra work, but you know, eventually you will see diminishing returns. Really yeah, anything. and I mean, I, I don't think that overtime should ever be a reason to promote or not to promote someone. Um, but that that's just my personal view on it. Like, overtime is something that's done. That should be done in a limited capacity when there is... When there are deadlines to meet that can't be pushed, right? Like, I, I, I don't think overtime should ever be the norm. Honestly, oh, yeah. if it was up to me, I completely subscribe to the new model that a lot of countries or that a lot of companies are going to, especially in Europe, where they're, I think, what is it, like five-hour work weeks and you only work four days a week? I Something thought it like was that. four days, eight hours. Is it five? Uh, is it eight, four? Or maybe maybe I'm mixing up two of them. Maybe one of them is eight, four, and the other one is just five hours a day, every day, like Monday through yeah, Friday. Yeah, it sounds like the standard is reducing from like 40 hours to like 30, 32 hours. Yeah, something like that. Um, because the thing is, I think people are most productive during only during certain parts of their day. And if you just catch them when they're most productive and they get their work done, like the rest of it is just like, I don't want to say useless. I mean, I'm sure people are still doing work, but like they're not being as productive and they can probably use that time better for themselves to do something else. 
Uh, and, you know, it'll benefit the company too, right? Like if you have your workers that are getting more rest, that are able to exercise more, do more stuff, then they're going to be more energetic and uh, eager to come back to work, like to work. So, yeah. One of the reasons that you see a lot of fancy office chairs in offices is because they've done studies that show that the amount of money that they spend on furniture saves them money in the future from employees who have been there for years and years and years having back problems and then not being able to work in the workplace or not or make, having to make accommodations for them down the road. So it's all about like that preventative maintenance and that really helps with um, kind of like being able to let loose, right? If you had an extra day for your weekend, if you only had to work four days, you can take an extra day to recover or go out with your friends or whatever, right? Or maybe you are feeling really tired. You take a day to just nap and rest and recover, and then you're ready to go the next day. Um, so, yeah, it's um, it all goes hand in hand. <clears throat> and I think no, definitely. And it's, oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Finish finish your thought. Um, not now. Okay, I I'll finish you're, my you're, thought. You're <laughs> <laughs> no, and I, I mean, you know, when you look at, countries like spain or greece uh where they have you know their siestas i mean i know it's not a shorter work week but well, I, I mean it kind of is they in some cases they work shorter hours but you know they get into work late usually they work until lunchtime then they have like a two three hour break where they eat you know go home nap do whatever and they come back work for a couple more hours and it, i don't know but anytime i've seen them they seem like some of the happiest people around and they're happy to be at work always very enthusiastic you know um yeah it's it's very interesting i was i was actually listening to a podcast i don't know how we got from letting loose to talking about <laughs> all this work now because uh, i mean be, i guess because we can't not talk about work because that's how we're wired <laughs> no i mean i guess it is it does have to obviously with letting loose from work so it still relates man i swear you can just quit qu quit your job that's the ultimate letting loose yeah i don't know if you should do that which i think most people okay so a, a quick example before you jump in again is really just like if you had a billion dollars tomorrow right would you um i don't know fly a space shuttle into <laughs> into space no or would you um continue to work right like would you quit your job and do what you truly love or would you continue to work the job that you maybe aren't so in love with and for most people, the answer is probably like, well, I would like quit my quit my job. I would travel around the world. I would do whatever. So if you can find that thing you're passionate about and do it on weekends and do it in spurts and let loose and be able to take that time off, that's going to be really beneficial to you because not everybody has the option to just quit their job and say, screw it all. And then, you know, go, go travel. To space. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or go to space. Yeah. Not everybody's a billionaire. That's funny. Uh, I forget what I was talking about. Listen to a podcast about offices. Uh, that's what I was getting to. Like the uh, show? No, no, no. Like just offices in general. It, it was a podcast I've talked about before called Trailblazers, right? Where uh, Walter Isaacson sort of goes through all of the innovations that have to do with specific industries or specific products. And it was the episode on offices. It was very interesting because... I guess back then, offices used to be like just open workspaces, right? Everyone used to work on sort of in one area. And then someone decided that, hey, it's a great idea to 
to make cubicles, right? So, because it, whatever, separates the people, does this, does that. So he made cubicles. But then after they made the cubicles, they realized that, hey, cubicles actually aren't very good because they kill creativity. They remove like the social aspect of work, all this stuff. People, people weren't as happy working in cubicles as they were uh, not working in them. So then they were like, all right, well, now there's this open office concept. So they started going towards that. But then that had its own problem. So it's, uh, I don't know, it's like it's regardless of how you do it, how you work, right? There's, there's always going to be some sort of problems. Uh, so I think we just have to make the best of whatever it is, right? The situation or work situation or whatever it is. And, you know, always remember to like, let go some, going back to letting, like let loose sometimes, right? You know, if you have an office that you work at and you always close the door, well, maybe you start leaving the door open. Maybe instead of closing all the windows because the sun's hitting your face, you open the window so you can see the beautiful view outside. You know, some people don't have that. Some people are sitting in a cubicle in the middle of the building because, you know, all the managers decided to take all of the cubicle, all the offices that, you know, look outside. Right. And then those managers always have their windows closed. So it's like, you know, you can start with something small and let, let loose in that way. Um, you know, maybe, maybe you call off for a day or maybe instead of bringing lunch in, you, uh, you know, you go out to eat and instead of going somewhere that you've been before, maybe you try that new place down the street that, you know, uh, you saw while passing by or whatever it is, but doing these little things, like, I think it, it gives your mind freedom, like it, it gives your mind ease and it makes you feel better about it and it also takes away anxiety because of of both of those things happening love it the the analogy i would use would be like a uh instapot right so a pressure cooker where what it does is it cooks by pressure it's in the name let's go <laughs> um but ultimately what happens is it creates massive amounts of pressure within the pot right and then when it's ready to release the pressure it releases the steam and it releases the um hot air blowing out of it right and effectively there's there's a switch that you can basically just open it and it'll just release all of it at once but what happens with the switch is slowly it releases it little by little so it's kind of like that with the anxiety side. It's like it's going to build up, build up, build up. There's all this pressure coming from everywhere, right? Your boss, your family, your relationships, your landlord, whatever. And if you don't let that pressure release a little bit, it's either A, going to release all at once, which is where you have like outbursts or, or maybe you have a panic attack or whatever, however your anxiety is kind of getting its release from. Or a pressure cooker can sometimes explode like a bomb and then that's when you're like gonna lash out at somebody or 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 be super emotional and maybe get into a fight or whatever right do some kind of like irreparable damage right so you really want to like think about it as like what did you do this week to let that valve just let off a little bit of pressure doesn't have to be all of it at once doesn't have to be a lot of it but what was that little bit that you were able to do right and for everybody at home it could be taking a walk 
It could be meditating. It could be doing some exercise. It could be doing all the things that we talk about to really um, allow you just a little bit of relief, right? It could be talking to the people at Chick-fil-A and saying, or yeah, I mean, hell, talk to the people at Chick-fil-A when they say, you know, my pleasure, you go, my pleasure. And then they go, no, it's my pleasure. And you go, no, it's my pleasure. And then you get into an infinite loop of my pleasure because that's because they're so goddamn polite there. I shouldn't say goddamn polite. I think that defeats the purpose of them being polite. But certainly it's uh, something that you should try to do. And whatever, whatever that is, right? Get creative with it. Release a little bit of pressure. And then eventually you can do something bigger, like take that trip to Vegas. Take that trip to Hawaii, right? Take a cruise, really let loose, really say, this is my vacation. This is my five days, my week, my two weeks, whatever. I'm not thinking about work. I'm not thinking about my, my car at home that has problems or that ex-girlfriend or whatever and really, truly let loose. Yeah, right? and I, want, I want to make the point that it's not only about work. I, I know we keep talking about work because I feel like here in the U.S. it's it's so work-centric, a lot of things we do. But like when I go on vacation... Even not not even on just on vacation, even during my week, like on weekends, right? A lot of times I try not to go on any kind of social media. Not that I'm on social media to begin with, usually, other than like Reddit, which I don't even consider social media. But I try not to go on social media at all either. When I go on vacation, I leave my, in most cases, I leave my phone in the hotel room or at the resort or whatever it is. Um... I mean, I started kind of taking my phone with me more often now only because I want to take pictures, though. Like, I don't ever go on it. I just take it out, take pictures, put it back. But I think letting loose is about more than just not thinking about work or not thinking about like it. It's about like letting go of your regular day to day stuff outside of eating, drinking and breathing. And and experiencing new things. Right. And like letting go of that control and trying out something new and seeing how it goes right it's like uh it's like jesus take the wheel yeah right whatever you can do to i mean uh, an example of this thing that we had to do in college was um we had this professor we're talking about technology and the assignment he gave us was that we were to go 24 hours without using any technology so he's like, you have to do it on a Saturday or a Sunday because I do not want you to wake up to your phone alarm. So turn the phone off, turn the TV off. You know, you can read a book. Um, I mean, you could still like use a, a stove or an oven to eat, right? He's not going to make a starve or anything like that. Right. But it was a really cool exercise because uh, you really disconnect and it's hard to do that in today's like hyper social world. But it really helps you just think like, okay, like what what am I going to do, right? I don't have much to do. Okay, let me read a book. I've, I have had this book on my bookshelf for two years and I've never read it. Well, now I got the time because now I'm disconnected. So let me just try it out. Um, so that's something I was actually considering doing for like Saturdays. Just turn my phone off, put it away and do something very similar to that. And just be like, whatever happens on Saturday, it's like the the black hole of days, right? Like just don't care, whatever. Um, cause even with your, with your phone and wanting to take pictures, you know, you could always get like a DSLR and then just take really high quality photos with that and not be connected. Right. I mean, so many damn things. It's like, I have a freaking Apple watch. I have a, an iPhone. I have 
I'm surprised I don't have some other monitor on me at all times or other than my work. You do have another um, monitor on you. You wear two watches, Matt. Well, it, it's one's don't, a fitness tracker. One's a fitness tracker <laughs> and one's a fitness tracker that tells me time. So and one I wear to bed and one I don't. You know, now, now that we're talking about this, I've realized that I think this is the reason I love going camping so much is because of this lack of technology, right? Like when I go camping, in most cases, there's no service. So obviously my phone's out. And it is truly just the camera at that point. I don't take my Apple Watch for obvious reasons. I, I, I have this, uh, I do wear a watch that has just the compass and, what is it? Compass, temperature, and uh, and an alarm on there, right? So I use that as my alarm. So I don't even have to use any kind of other technology, like not even my phone. You know, anything we do there, it's it's very low tech, right? Like you're you build a fire, you... I don't know, cook something with the ingredients you have. You don't have a microwave or an oven or toaster oven to put it in, right? You throw it on the fire. Uh, and anything you do is just like the the low-tech nature of it, 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 it. It's truly letting loose. It's letting loose of all the 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 things of modern society. Like, I don't know how to explain it. All the technology or all the... Yeah, I can't, I can't think of the right word. But just letting loose of everything that you're used to on a daily basis and figuring it out. And it's all it, it's very exhilarating to be able to realize that you've done all this without the help of technology, right? You've cooked your food, you've started a fire, uh, you've gone a day right without having to rely on your phone or on google or on whatever else i would panic very hard the second we have to make a fire and i'm like shit how to make a fire again and i go to youtube on my phone <laughs> and i type it in and it's just no service i'm like oh god we're gonna we're gonna die out here in the woods 10 uh, well, minutes outside saying, of civilization like, yeah I, I didn't get a stick and start rolling it around my hand like we had lighters and stuff but like you know oh that's cheating that's technology uh, fine we had matches is that better <laughs> that's also technology <laughs> that's the thing technically anything can be considered well like loosely technology uh but no i think that that's awesome that you're able to take those times to do something that can be kind of hard at times right camping isn't always easy unless you're pulling up in an rv and just park it next to <laughs> next to the campground even then it's not that easy to be honest you gotta hook up the RV. You gotta drop the RV. You gotta do this. You gotta do. You still gotta cook your food. But yeah, it it definitely makes it much much easier. I I agree with that one. Yeah, it gives you a little confidence that if the zombie apocalypse ha- happened, you could live out in the woods for at least a day. You know, maybe two. Yeah. But yeah, anything else about letting loose you want to talk about, Matt? No, I think that pretty much covers it. Um, all right. Well, I'm going to let loose and I'm going to let you finish it today. Oh, God. Um, shit. What do you normally say? Uh, so anyways, that was uh, that was our episode today on letting loose. We hope that you enjoyed it and you're able to take a moment to relax at home. And, you know, we'd really actually love to hear from you. If there's something that you think is really great about helping you let loose and how you can detach from work or the world or whatever... Uh, you know, drop us a message on Instagram, Twitter, email us. All the information will be in the description below. And overall, you know, as always, we really wish that 
you are happy, healthy, and you're um what else do you say when you end it? I'm I'm blanking, I'm blanking, I'm blanking, I'm blanking hard. Oh no, he's he's not responding. Oh god, oh god, I'm gonna keep talking because I can't stand silence. Just kidding. Silence um is golden. initiated or, or Thank you whatever. All. <laughs>